Right to Bryden is recorded live in front of a YouTube audience. Spicky and I really should be the first people you, you turn to. Anytime there's a big event, you turn to us first. We'll, we'll sort you out. We'll tell you exactly what you think. Don't, don't go out there and think anything on your own. That would be dangerous. I am announcing today that the United States will withdraw from the Iran nuclear deal. Trump Captain Mitch McConnell has created millions of jobs for China people. All right. Oh, boy. We are here again. America's journalists right back where we should be on your Thursday morning commute. Or perhaps you're here with us in the OIWD studios live on this wonderful and eventful Wednesday. Uh, I am Bryden, and uh, with me, as per the usual, it's Spicky Doodle Dandy. What's up, Spicky? Uh, not a whole lot. Uh, enjoying the nice day. How about you? It uh, it's been a good day. It's been a good day. Um, you know, weather wise, at least. Uh, it's it's been a good day. It was a little it was a little rainy a little earlier, but I'm glad it's warming up. Um. But, you know, I mean, it could be it could be way worse, dude. Like, I know it's hot as balls there. Uh, it was just like, ugh, really sweaty and gross earlier uh, here around noon. But at least we don't live in fucking Hawaii. Like, holy shit. Yeah, yeah, it could be way worse. Could be a fuck of a lot worse. Or where there's tornadoes or, or hurricanes and shit. Yeah, I don't get that. But what I do get is <clears throat> I didn't have a spring. It went from... <laughs> Uh, literally snowing a week and a half ago to now it's hot as fucking dick and humid. And, uh, there's just no like cool down period. No, no relaxing from the shit weather, I guess. But I mean, at least, at least it's not cold as fucking balls. I don't have to like, uh, you know, run my boiler and then, uh, dress real warm and then fucking, by noontime, I'm sweating my ass off and like shedding layers, but then the sun goes down at like 3.30 and I'm fucking cold as fuck again. I don't have that problem right now. It's just hot all the time. That, that's kind of how it was in LA. Um, you know, it would get sort of cool at night, but your body adjusts to it, uh, yeah. so it's it's way too cold. And you've been sweating all day, so you're just like caked in a layer of um, like uh, filth and sweat and and uh, liberalism and and gay uh, and just everything you've caught while like walking to the CVS, you know. And it, it's this nighttime, and it just gets it just gets gross and cold. And then the bums that's that's when they poop. That's when the bums really like to poop is uh, is at the nighttime um, in front of you. <laughs> so, uh, was, they're, it, they're... Sorry. was it humid there or well, was it just hot? No, 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 no. It was it was humid because uh, the, the beach was only three miles or so away. I mean, it, it took an hour and a half to get there, but you know, it was three to yeah. five miles away. But, um, yeah, that's, it would just get so fucking humid and nasty. And then like some of the summers, you know, you'd be sitting there. It's like, Oh, it's 115 degrees, but it feels like it's, you know, 140. 
thanks to humidity. Uh, that, that's why I like Vegas. I mean, we've talked about how yeah. uh, how great Vegas's weather is before. I mean, it's a dry heat. You know, it'll it'll kill you real quick, and you won't even notice it. But it's so much better. <laughs> it's so much well, better. that's what I was gonna ask, dude. You can sunbathe in Vegas, and you're like. Ah, oh, fucking 115 feels like 60, and then next thing you know, you're fucking dying of dehydration. Your skin's fucking falling off. You have no hair left. It's basically like chemotherapy, but you weren't sweating. <laughs> I love Vegas. Uh, I'm a big fan. I mean, we really got to move the show down just just across the country to Vegas. Um, uh, I might be down for that. I'm into it, dude. Property values are just, or property is just like so cheap to get out there. I mean, you're like, oh, with like a three bedroom house. And they go, yeah, you can rent one for $300 a month. Now that's going to go up and you're going to get totally screwed. If you want to buy property out in Vegas or the Vegas adjacent area, that's yeah. the, you know, that's the, that's the move to make. All right. Yeah. I mean, yes, it's probably going to be rented out for pornography, but you don't have to live there. You can just rent it out for the jews <laughs> yeah well the last time the la i looked for property there probably five years ago uh you could buy like a real nice a, a fairly new because they just keep developing uh the last time i was out there before a couple months ago man uh it is way different where i used to live i used to live in east vegas and apparently that's now where all the gangs and shit are oh but it, they've developed yeah, it wasn't really that bad when I was a kid, but dude, they developed like 10 miles. And, and, and for where we lived, you wouldn't think there's 10 miles to the foot of the fucking mountain. Well, you wouldn't even think it. But they, it's, it's a pack now. See, it, there's there like there's that, and then like North Vegas is where everybody has run off to, where they have those shitty oh, black apartment complexes. So bad, <laughs> it's not good. Everybody thinks of the Strip, which actually isn't actually in Las Vegas at all. Uh, but you know, people go there and they're like, "Yeah, I stayed at uh, New York, New York," and it's like you never even actually went into Las Vegas. But uh, that's, I mean, that's where I spend most of my time anyway. Is 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 there? Yeah. The, the couple times I've been there, I mean, let's just let's be honest, it's way more fun. If I'm gonna go out there, I'm not gonna be like, yeah, let me uh, let me check out this really sweet locals restaurant. Like, mmm, hepatitis. It, uh, it, it nobody who lives in that area is um is good that's why i think we'd fit in so well spicky like uh we we could definitely take over an am radio station every uh every morning over there um now granted it's it's uh, not looking good in the midterms which is something we're going to be talking about but um i, I don't know what nevada is going to look like uh at the end of the year but that's you can blame that on the fucking californians <laughs> so i i don't know i mean you know maybe we get a we get an indie go go going and, and we go out there we buy we buy a whole studio uh we'll put up uh a, a bunch of tulip quali flags um which the man needs his own flag at this point him and Tariq nasheed just like you know doing the uh doing the doing the clinch fist <laughs> uh you know and they get they could you know they could they could uh, and the other ones you know in their right hand they're, they're just throwing up uh the Black Panther salute. That would be that. That's what our ideal studio looks like. Just like African shit everywhere. Um, that's how we would get past the ADL. Is they they'd uh, they'd be like, "You're hateful," and I'd be like, "No, we love 85s." <laughs> my my problem with this is, um, I don't think I, and I have I have friends that 
lived here and moved out there that I kind of talked through roughly where to go, like where all the good spots are, which has changed since I was a kid. But um, my problem is, man, even with the friends I grew up with there, I don't think I'd survive four weeks. I what, would. The drinking? No, I, it just everything, man. I'd probably go back to snorting coke off of fucking hookers' asses and shit. Like, I just, I don't know if I could, I don't know if I could handle it. Like, man, I was there, like, the when I was there last, I walked, I'm not even kidding, probably 30 fucking miles. I started drinking at 8 o'clock in the morning. No, 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 we've heard this story. I know, and you got the biggest margarita ever. No, uh, pina colada. Fuck margaritas. Pina colada. Those things are for fags. No, but dude, that... I'd be, I, I would die. There's no way I wouldn't survive. I, I could do that every day there. Like, what are you doing on Saturday? Going down to the strip, fucking six thirty in the morning, and starting fucking drinking. What else? Well, you no, do? if you go to the Venetian, you have no idea what time it is because you look up and it's like, oh, it's daytime. This is fine. <laughs> yes. uh, no, that oh, wasn't look. sinister. It's just really cool. No, they didn't do that on purpose. Uh, wow. Yeah, <laughs> that's a very good point. Like, I did stay at the most deceiving hotel in Las Vegas. Which one was that? The Venetian. Mm. Okay, okay. I had to yeah. walk by that shit to get back to my room. Like, oh, you want a boat ride? No, fuck you. Get out of here. <laughs> fucking $30 boat ride. Suck my dick, you fucking guinea faggots. I, I had no interest in that shit, but you walk by, it's like all these stores that are open 24-7. There's a Walgreens directly downstairs from my room that serves beer 24-7. <laughs> like, it's an elevator ride. I stayed on, I think it was the 37th floor. And it's just, yep, going down to get some more fucking booze, and then come back up, go to the ice machine, which they had a convenient uh, trash can, like a big one. <laughs> in the room so i just took the trash bag out i've done it at multiple hotels if you ever want ice that's the way to do it just fill up a big trash can take your trash can and just put it in the sink i mean it's not like you're gonna lick the fucking bottle so who really gives a fuck we had double sinks so i had them both filled well one of my favorite things to do at any casino at all uh is you ask the bartender for just a glass like you know like oh i need a champagne flute at home and then you tip them a dollar for it and nobody ever asked you what the fuck happened to it and then you could walk away from one of these casinos with a lot of glassware <laughs> it's awesome you're like oh i need rocks glasses a set of four only cost me four dollars it's <laughs> it's amazing are you sure you're not jewish I've never uh, tried this trick. I just don't think that you've given it a go. It's it's wonderful. It uh, you know you can just get the glasses. Like just tell them you know because they don't mind if you walk around with your own alcohol and shit. Be like, oh, we got a bottle of champagne. We need uh, six uh, champagne glasses. Hand them a tin. You you hand them a tin spot. There you go. You know what that runs you at uh, Bed Bath and Beyond? I mean, it's a fucking fortune, man. You know, I I got two martini glasses recently. Uh, and we're gonna break them out on on the show sometime soon. Whenever I buy some better gin, because I I, I got Seagrams. I hadn't had that in a long time. What a gross fucking gin! It's so nasty. Uh, I should have gone with the new Amsterdam. And and frankly, the only good gin is Hendrix. Uh, but you know, whatever. I've got a big bottle of that crap. I got to suffer through. 
Um, but yeah, it was uh, they were two dollars and fifty cents a piece. You know, you get four of them for ten bucks. No, you just go to a casino, and granted, you're going to probably lose a lot more money, but you feel like you've gotten away with something fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the thing is, you're paying like nine dollars a beer on average at those fucking places. The uh, man, I. What? I wonder, Wait. like, I I didn't see anybody carrying around a cooler. Why are you Why are you buying beers at casinos? All you got to do is play games and then flag down. It doesn't the, happen uh, anymore. Uh, really? Yeah, I, I swear. The last time I was there, I I tried that. That did not work. Okay, have you tried this? If you sit at the um, sit at the bar, put a twenty in uh, to the video poker machine. And then order a drink and then cash the fuck out and leave. No. Yeah, you should try that because it works. <laughs> Dude, I spent like $400 in one day on fucking booze. I mean, I'm not good at this. <laughs> yeah, I know. We got to do. I mean, that's the thing, too, is like when we when we move OIWD out to uh, out to Vegas, uh, not only will we have brilliant weather all the time. Um, we can start doing IRL streaming, which apparently all the kids are into now. So like, that'll be really cool. Uh, we can, we can walk around with, uh, multiple cameras and all of that and try not to get arrested because that's that. what the kids are into now. Apparently I tried that and I got banned for that. I, 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 I tried the Periscope from Vegas. I was going to do it. And then I got fucking banned and I was, I was pretty upset about that. But it'd be kind of nice. I mean, it'd be it'd be really cool to live stream my death on a fucking podcast because that's ultimately what would happen. Well, that's ultimately what needs to happen because, damn it, if you're gonna kill yourself, <laughs> you might as well do it on a stream. So, okay, guys, we've got uh, we've got we've got good stuff uh, on this show here uh, today. Um, you know, it's what we normally do is try to bring you the most quality content, the greatest uh, of subjects, things that only you. And you alone need to know, uh, which we have sifted through for you. You don't need to watch the the media. We're we're America's journalists. We're here for you. Um, there was the primaries. We're gonna go through that. Don't worry. We're gonna get to the Iran deal. Um, we've got Haspel. Uh, we gotta we gotta talk about her. She might uh, you know be heading up the the CIA. Uh, the Met Gala happened. Um, Peter Tepp is going to be coming by to uh, help us dissect that nonsense. We've got uh, a couple funny stories there. Um, good news again with uh, North Korea. And then if we get to it, I suspect we'll get to it. But if we get to it, um, I don't know if you guys have heard about this dude from New York. But, um, you know, for a Jewish fella... I kind of like the cut of his jib. So, um, you know, Spicky, I, I, I don't know, man. Uh, are, are they ready? Are they fucking ready for this? Uh, they should be by now. I linked it to him fucking 15 minutes ago, but I've got some slow followers, man. And we'll, we'll see. We'll see if they're ready. All right, let's, uh, let's go ahead and pull the ripcord here. Cordially invited to ride shotgun in the smart car of hate. Buckle up, motherfuckers. It's right to ride.
Okay, so it was uh, primary time yesterday for a few states. Uh, West Virginia being one, one that is near and dear to my heart. Ohio, where I currently live. Uh, Indiana and, uh, I don't know, one of those uh, Carolinas. You know, nobody really cares about those Carolinas. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to be uh, totally honest with you. So... We got a we got a little bit uh, to go to go through. I mean, let's 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 just look at Indiana first. Uh, what do we got? Uh, we got we got nothing really of of any value. I don't know. You got uh, Mike fucking Braun got forty one percent. Okay, so uh, that I mean that that's good. You've got a a lot of uh, a lot of people going. Um, uh, for, for one guy over in, uh, over in old Indiana. Now I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know too much about Mike Braun. I don't particularly care. Uh, I just know that I do not like Joe Donnelly. And th this is, this is a little embarrassing. I don't, um, I don't care about Indiana, even though it's like right there. Um, I, uh, Spicky, can, can you think of one thing that you care about in Indiana or one person at all? I mean, it's, it's where Vice President Pence comes from, but I didn't really give a flying fuck. Um, can you name one good thing that has come from Indiana? And I hope everybody in Indiana right now is very upset and shouting Hoosiers, Hoosiers. You can, you can ask my D there, Bob. I'm not, I, I don't care about that very much. Anything come out of Indiana at all, that's good. Doesn't even have to be election related. I guess corn probably is somebody who drove through it. And they seem to have corn in a real fucking shitty city. Well, uh, I mean, you're not talking about the band, obviously. You're talking about... Um, uh, you're talking about the cream food. corn. Like, you know, big... They grow it on this and they put it in cans for you. That's about it. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's, that's nice of them to do that. Uh, now, I'm sure there's plenty of people that correct me where I am wrong here. Um, you know, Indiana, like, okay, yeah, yeah, you can, I, I know, I know people might, might care a little more about this. I will care a little more about this when we see what Mike Braun can uh, do to uh, Joe Donnelly um, uh, come November. Um, I, I, I just, I don't, I don't particularly care. But there was one thing that I did care about that Spicky, I, I, I thought was surprising. And if we're going by state here, and we're gonna, we're gonna save the, the best for last, but um, Indiana primary 2018, Greg Pence wins sixth district GOP race. Greg Pence is a step closer to achieving his goal of following in his little brother's footsteps Tuesday. Pence, the older brother of Vice President Mike Pence and the owner of two antique malls. What the fuck is that? What the fuck is that? So he's just like, I'm related to Mike Pence. Also, I own a couple antique malls. Um, he, uh, I, I had no idea he was running. Did you have any idea he was running? I had not seen any of this ever. Uh, I didn't know he had a brother. Uh, yeah, that's honestly a really solid point, too. Now, now let's think of it. 
So, uh, yeah, he, uh, in addition to owning two antique uh, malls and being um, related to Mike Pence, he clinched the Republican nomination to the 6th Congressional District, uh, a seat once held by his brother. With 96% of the precincts reporting, uh, Pence had 47,000, blah, 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 blah. So Mike Pence tweets out, congratulations to my brother uh, on his big win tonight, yada, yada. Um, nothing, not, none of the other information here matters. I don't even... Uh, I don't even I don't even care what this guy stands for. All right. I mean, he could he could be running on um just just like, well, I don't know. Uh I'd have Twinkies in different colors. I mean, they don't even necessarily have to be different flavors. I'm just saying it should be different colors. And I would just say, fuck it, vote for this guy. <laughs> because okay, look, this is just, you know, this is uh Indiana's sixth uh district. And like, yes, every district is important and all of that, but like, um, we're, we're, th this is great. I think that, you know, I, I don't know what he, uh, stands against, um, you know, uh, beating, uh, you know, anyone or anything like that, but it, it should be, uh, good, or at least uh, that's the guy we got to get behind because I, I'm almost certain that like, um, I, I'm almost certain that Greg Pence's, platform is not like you know what love the gays so that it just seems like a guy i can get, it just seems like a guy i can get behind and it's just real funny to me it's just really fucking funny that uh you know here here comes greg pence here comes greg pence and you know because of how shitty politics is and like how shitty and just fucking inbred and disgusting all these people are um uh, he's uh in one way or another, he has to agree with the Trump administration. So that's a win. I'm going to chalk that one up to a win. If he doesn't, uh, if he doesn't fall in line, I don't know. But, uh, you know, uh, he's looking like he's going up against a woman, Janine Lake. I'm wondering if Greg is actually going to have to have his wife on stage during the debate. So who knows? Who knows what happens there? But uh, it's certainly fucking hilarious that none of us really knew that uh, Mike Pence had a brother. <laughs> he looks um, just like him. 30 years older. He, well, yeah, apparently he's 10 years older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, Mike Pence is 140,000 years old. Um, uh, he, he's, been, he's been active since he was, um, you know, on Johnny Quest the, so many years ago. Um, so it's good to, you know, good to, good to see that, uh, instead of, uh, going under the pseudonym of Ray Spannon, he is, you know, now the vice president and, and his brother, I, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't think he's going to have the meme power behind him. Uh, but that's probably a really good thing. I, I just, um, do you think I'm wrong here that he's part of the Pence family? So, and Trump and Pence don't always agree on everything. Um, but it's mainly the the you know the good things uh, for them to not to you know agree on like um, it was it was said that uh, you know Trump said about Pence like he wants to hang the gays you know and made a joke about it or whatever in the media like flip the fuck out you know like Mike Pence and Donald Trump like honeymoon's over um, 
I'd say Mike Pence has been a very good vice president. Uh, why, why not? You know, it's not, he, he hasn't, um, he hasn't groped anybody. I mean, that's not what Obama could say about his vice president. Like I've never once seen Mike Pence, like kiss any children, like awkwardly, you know, Mike Pence won't even have dinner with a woman who's, uh, you know, who, who's not his wife. What a fucking genius. You know, that's a, uh, that's a great idea there. But so I'm, I'm hoping, uh, I'm hoping Greg, I'm going to have to look into him. I regret not looking into him ahead of time, but I've just, I, I've been looking at Don Blankenship from West Virginia uh, a bit more, um, which we're going to, we're going to get to because it's the funniest thing. But do you, do you think I'm wrong here that he's going to have to uh, kind of fall in line? I mean, maybe he'll vote a little bit like, I don't, I'm not my brother, but it's like, you're the older brother. You're, you're just, you're, you just, you're helping on the coattails here. You know, he's, he's got to. Yeah. And I think he's just doing it. Cause like, uh, he can, you know, like, uh, my brother's got a name now, so fuck it. I'm kind of bored just running shitty antique shops selling, uh, 1980s playboys and shit. So, uh, might as well hop in, go get a what? fucking semi real job. Why? Why is he selling 1980s Playboys? You ever been to one of those old antique barns on the side of the road? No, I've Sell... seen antique shops. It said antique mall, right? Yeah, yeah, Sell... you're right. Yeah, yeah. So they used to sell them like by the year. You go in those places. I, I, I've never seen. I haven't seen one since I was a kid. But you go into this these places and they'll sell like, here's all the 1984 Playboys, and they're all. Uh, together in a stack and there's like a fucking bunch of yarn around it so you could just pick it up and go pay fucking whatever it costs 20 bucks for a whole stack of fucking musty old fucking pornos that's the kind of shit you buy at those places there's nothing else it's a bunch of fucking used pots and pans some baseball cards and old school pornos that people collect that can't be true though uh that's the last one i went into It's I've been never a long been to time. A, I've never been to a Goodwill that's like, "Hey, kid, would you like to see no. some 1970s Harry Muff?" I'm not <laughs> sure he owned a Goodwill. I'm pretty sure he owned one of those, like a mall, like a you know, like a long antique barn, where it's just a bunch of random shit that nobody's ever gonna buy. Like a flea market? No, not really. More like an antique barn. I've never been to an antique park, and I need to go immediately. Uh, I just assume fucking shitty, dude. Well, if you said there's pots and pans and porno, I just assume that there's jizz on everything. Like, I, I, no, I I'm not gonna buy anything. Everything. I'm not gonna buy it's anything. Dust. It's mostly dust. Nobody buys shit. How does it say? It open? just sits there. Like, <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Like, uh, there was one year. It was like, uh probably 10 double wides put together <laughs> like it was the most ridiculous fucking thing i've ever seen but on the front side they put like barn board up so it looks like really old but if you go like if you drive down like the side road you look at it there's like vinyl siding from the original like yeah it's a double wide trailer they just put all this shit in uh man it was a massive piece of shit they don't have anything man it's like one of those places you go like you're like, stop on the side of the road. Yeah, I gotta go buy some baseball cards when you're a kid or whatever. 
I got to make my dad stop. Like, come and get some baseball cards. I'm sure they've got them. And, <laughs> covered uh, in fucking dusty jits. Yeah, they're dusty. They're fucking wet. They're all fucking moldy and shit. I never, I, there's, that's a, that's something I've never experienced. That's what came to my mind. I mean, I, <laughs> we live in different parts of the country, so. so uh, yeah. All right. Well, on to Ohio. Uh, I was happy about this. Uh, Jim Renacci, uh beat out Mike Gibbons. Uh, Renacci was endorsed by uh, Trump. Um, Gibbons used to work for like the Ohio, uh, you know, like something for Trump or whatever. But Renacci was the guy that I liked, and he's honestly the guy that I think can win. Uh, now when it comes to Ohio, I think it's going to be a tight race. I'm going to need everybody to, you know, get on guard here. Let's come out for Renacy. All right. Jim Renacy, good fella. Um, you know, do you want a wall? Do you, do you want to, uh, you know, support the Trumpian, uh, agenda, the, the, the administration? I mean, don't get me wrong. You didn't go like full, you know, crazy or anything like that, but you know, he'd like to win. Okay, so let's uh, let's make sure that Sherrod uh, uh, Brown, uh, Brown's not not a good person, folks. Not a um, and and um, um, I'm just gonna tell you right now, I'm not white. So uh, you know, you do that, uh, Jim Renacci. Um, What else did we have in Ohio though? Oh yes, Rachel Crooks who accused Trump of sexual misconduct, wins nomination for Ohio legislature. Rachel Crooks, who accused President Donald Trump of sexually harassing her more than a decade ago, won the Democratic primary in Ohio state uh, legislature race. Crooks, a 35-year-old university administrator, won the uncontested primary. Good for her, guys. Good for her. Don't say girls can't do anything. All right? And we'll face incumbent Republican state rep uh, Bill Renanke. Uh, in uh, state house race in November, during the 2016 election, Crooks claimed Trump forcefully kissed her directly on the mouth, which is better than other places. I mean, for being honest here, like if you're gonna be forcefully kissed somewhere, <laughs> there's not a lot of other better options, right? Uh, against her will, back in 2005, at the time she was working as a receptionist at Trump Tower. Uh, after the Washington Post ran her story on his front page, Trump denied the allegations and yada, yada, yada. We all we all know these uh, stories from here. But she um, says March 5th, 2018, I'm not afraid to speak up for what's right, even when it's against one of the most powerful men in the world. Watch my bio video and find out what I stand for. And please contribute to my campaign. Help me represent HD 88. All right. All right. Hey, you know what? Who does this remind you of, Spicky? Other than uh, every thought, this one just happens to be a Democrat. I'm yeah. not afraid <laughs> to speak up for, you know, anything about powerful people in the world. Uh, watch my bio, donate to my Patreon. 88, donate here. Be gone, thought. Be gone. Just in general, just it seems like across one thing that the left and the right might should unite on, uh, you know, in the in the red brown alliance uh, would be. We got to do something about these uh, e-girls. They just got to, they have to go. They, it's, uh, donate to my, she might, uh, donate to my campaign. Like, here you go. Uh, watch my, watch my video. 
Uh, I'm standing up to power. How many men do you think uh, didn't run because Rachel Crooks, who got face molested allegedly by Donald Trump, was like, I'm going to run, guys. Oh, fuck, man. Uh, probably a whole fucking bunch. Uh, and you know how it is. It's You're sexist if you run against a woman like this, right? Yeah. Fuck. Uh, yeah, these thoughts need to be patrolled. It's women in general. I mean, I, I, let's just be honest. Them, <laughs> most of them are uh, lying cunts, to say the least. Uh, this is, in my opinion, at this point uh, in time, this is a this is a typical woman, a lying, grifting, fucking cunt who, once the money dries up here, she's gonna move on to something else and go suck someone else's dick fuck she probably sucked 30 dicks just to get into this to raise the fucking money to pull this off oh well, man see these here, people they're bad well here's the here's the thing and not to throw you know pence uh greg pence uh who i guess we have to back now uh you know un un under the bus or anything like that i will probably not pay much attention to greg pence's campaign but uh we maybe should because again i think he's probably going to have to be somewhat adherent to the administration um unless you believe that pence is a hound or something like that or, or a snake uh this uh, this is probably a good thing. She called the presidency of uh, Donald Trump a demoralizing moment. So what you're seeing is you're seeing Greg Pence, you're seeing Rachel Crooks, you're seeing all of these people riding the Trump wave, riding it in one way or another. Either they're just like, I raped me, and like that's why she uh, ran uncontested. Um, honestly, if I would have known she was running uncontested, one of us should have run. Like we could have, we could have just won. I'm pretty sure that we could win. Like you never even have to show your face and you could just like throw your name on the ballot and just like run ads and, and it'd be fine. It'd be like, um, she, she's, uh, I got raped too, but twice, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, that they're riding the uh, they're riding this wave of, uh, of 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 Donald Trump, and you know whether they're going to be for us or against us, that says a ton about the power, momentum, and branding of Donald J. Trump. It, it yeah yeah fine you get like you know had all the people that were like well I'm not like Obama and I hate Obama or whatever. I don't think anybody won. Their party's nomination because they were like, Obama's black. They might have. They might have. Uh, that would have been a hell of a thing to run on. I would have. I would have loved to have seen it. But that's essentially what they're saying because the left's view of the president is he's a rapist. You know, which is not true. We know it's not. But that's what uh, they they framed it as. And uh, you know, Greg Pence ran on like. He was the governor. I'm his brother. Where'd I come from? That antique mall that you buy your old porn from. You know, uh, whether or not these people are actually going to win anything that matters, is that's probably not, right? But uh, I think it says a lot about the president himself and the fact that the president 
stays in the minds of people 24-7. He is by far the most famous person in the world. And not because the president of the United States is always the most famous person in the world. Uh, because his actions make him the most famous person in the world because the media is so fucking obsessed with him that you can seriously show up and just win shit uncontested because you're like, president raped me. And then that's what you do. That's what you do, which is brings me to our, 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 our last guy here before we get out of the real boring stuff, guys. Um, Cause I know nobody wants to talk about primaries and that's fine. The primaries themselves. Yes, they do matter. All things considered. Uh, I would say this was a, a good, uh, it was a good thing. Um, we're, we're, I need you to focus on Ohio. All right. Um, I'm obviously here. I like Renacy. Um, you know, we're going to be doing good stuff, hopefully, but this is really what you, you wanted to hear is, um, <laughs> is, is, is this, where the hell is this? Hold on. Uh, oh no. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Don Blankenship, candidate for U.S. Senate, and I approve this message. Swamp Captain Mitch McConnell has created millions of jobs for China people. While doing so, Mitch has gotten rich. In fact, his China family has given him tens of millions of dollars. Mitch's swamp people are now running false negative ads against me. They are also childishly calling me despicable and mentally ill. The war to drain the swamp and create jobs for West Virginia people has begun. I will beat Joe Manchin and ditch cocaine Mitch for the sake of the kids. That was a real guy, all right? If you haven't been uh, following the West Virginia primaries, that's a real man. His name is Don Blankenship. He got 19.9% uh, of, of the uh, vote for the Senate. Uh, Patrick Morrissey won. Patrick Morrissey was the guy that Don Blankenship did not want to win. Um, he uh, he wasn't thrilled about it by, by any stretch of uh, the imagination. Uh, except he did, uh, he, where is it? Oh no. Uh, he did have, um, this to say, uh, which I, I, uh, okay, hold on. I'll... Yesterday, the day before. Oh no. See, I did it. The, I did it in the reverse way. Um, yeah, so th this fella, he had uh, he had this to say. He had this to say. Spicky, I don't know if you've heard this. I know you've heard the commercial. Go on vacation. You know, I'm off for probation tonight at midnight. I've not been able to go places I like to go for three years now, and uh, I'll get my guns back uh, in a day or two. Uh, so uh, I'm going to win either way tonight. But uh, I really think West Virginia is going to win. Electing me is not a win for me. It's a win for West Virginia. He's off of probation tonight because he owned a coal mine that exploded that killed 29 people that he blamed on the uh, regulations on the coal industry uh, put forth by Obama. And people still fucking voted. 27,414 people still voted for this guy. And he was just stoked to get his guns back. Uh, and he's going to go on vacation now. Now, here's the thing that matters the most. Don Blankenship didn't fucking win, and thank goodness for that. Uh, he had no chance of winning Joe Manch, uh, against Joe Manchin in, in the general. Okay, Joe Manchin used to be governor, and they know this guy, and they're not going to go with uh, Don Blankenship. But 
oh my God, was the media hyping this up and saying he's more Trump than Trump? He's gonna he's gonna win. He's gonna win. He got blown the fuck out. Is Patrick Morrissey like one of the best guys? I mean, I don't know. I I I at this point every uh every and I've listened to all of their ads half the time and all of that. Uh, everybody is saying like. I like President Trump and I'm for the wall and all, you know, we ought to not make illegals be taking our jobs. But nobody said, nobody, absolutely nobody said, I would like to do what's good for West Virginia people, not what's good for China people. So in a way, Don Blankenship, fantastic man. And I think he ought to run for one of those useless house seats. But you got to understand why 27,414 people voted for Don Blankenship. Over in West Virginia, these are uh, low-information voters, or if they're not low-information voters, they're fuck-you voters. They uh, have gotten the, the short end of the stick for so long. They've had to deal with that certain fella that was in office for so long that uh, they're angry about this. They want to burn the system down to the fucking ground. If you want to find and prims, you'll find practicing ones actually in West Virginia. So no, we couldn't have beaten Joe Manchin by any fucking stretch of the imagination. And let's hope Patrick Morrissey does. I have my doubts, uh, but everybody will get behind him. Uh, you're not going to see, I don't believe, too much of, of a fight getting behind Patrick Morrissey. But the thing is, a lot of the people that support Donald Trump in West Virginia are still registered Democrat. They're Democrats, okay? Because they're the Southern, old school Democrats. And they think, that'll, that'll, that'll help me out. They're not, uh, they're not your Republicans. They're not your... Um, uh, typically, they're—I mean, they—they're they're a few years behind. They're not your um, modern Democrats, your cosmopolitan Democrats, the ones that are like, oh my, we need more immigrants because there's not enough jobs. What they think is, I don't want to get my fucking food stamps cut off. I definitely need jobs. I know that. Who's going to take care of me and my family? It's rough out here. And I can I, I can tell you this because I grew up in West Virginia. Um, not out in the boonies, but I did grow up in a very small town called Polka, West Virginia, which the last time I went back is quite a lot bigger than it used to be. They... Um, they are never probably going to be Republican. They're they're much more Southern Democrat individuals, right? And the Don Blanchenship vote was just a, a little piece of throwing some fucking dynamite into a system that they're not happy with. It um, it's kind of the opposite of what the blacks do, you know, because they always just vote. Democrat, because that's where the Gibbs is, but they don't want to blow up the system because, well, you know, the system, that's racist, man, and all of that. And, like, let's be honest, they're just not that smart. And I'm not saying that everybody who voted for Don Blankenship was doing this. I'm not saying that everybody who voted for Don Blankenship is a smart or a stupid person. I'm just saying that I'm pretty sure that's why people voted for Don Blankenship. Um, there's a wonderful Twitter account, uh, um, West Virginia Bot. Uh, he's a guy that I follow, he follows me, and he's been talking about this. He, he um, 
tweeted that he voted for John Blankenship, but he was, <laughs> he was immediately apparently hit with backlash because people were like, what if he wins? And he was like, he's not going to win. So shouts out to West Virginia bot. Who's a little smarter than that, but Oh, he's good shit. Yeah. He's a fantastic guy. Everybody should follow him. Um, try to get him on the show to talk about this, but he's not available. But, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm sad that Don Blankenship is not going to be the winner because Spicky, can you imagine the fun that would have been to follow this goon? Like it, it's just this fat dead eyed. Like I, we, we should probably run in West Virginia for, for governor and Lieutenant governor. I mean, I think we can win, you know, it's, I think it'd be fine. Yeah, that'd be fine. But that's not, uh, in the top 1000 places I'm willing to live. I'm uh, just saying we got to take over somewhere. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, <clears throat> we can do that here. I'm not going there. No fucking way. Uh, yeah, that guy, I would have voted for him. No doubt. <laughs> I know you would have. No fucking doubt. And I would have proudly <laughs> displayed that. Uh, fuck, I probably would have campaigned for that guy. Oh, I would have campaigned for the guy, absolutely. <laughs> but, I mean, uh, probation uh, 24 hours ago. Yeah, well, that's pretty fucking sweet, man. You got but, my uh, vote. No, I, I mean, that that's the that's the thing, though, uh, that, that really matters is there are a lot of people that were affected by, um, you know, the, the, the mine there and all that. And it, it uh, I can imagine why most of them wouldn't want to vote for the guy, but still they found people. They still found some guy who was like, I'm voted for Don Blankenship. And they were like, didn't your like cousins die in the mine? He was like, yeah, but if I'm going to vote for a crook, I'd rather vote for a good one. Like that is the voting <laughs> mentality um, in, in West Virginia. And, and that's not a bad thing. I mean, this isn't like downing these people. It's not saying that they are bad people or anything like that or stupid or anything like that. What it's saying is that they are people that have been totally forgotten. The forgotten men and women. They have been totally forgotten by the system. And that guy, uh, that black fellow we let give it a try for eight years, didn't care about them. He didn't care about them in the least bit. And, uh, you know, this is what you get. Uh, Donald Trump tweeted something along the lines of, like, Blankenship can't win, don't vote for him. Vote for him. Now, I don't know if... Donald Trump believes or not uh, what happened in Alabama was fraud. I do. But, you know, he compared it to that. He said, remember Roy Moore. So I think that had a lot to do with it. Apparently they had a, a staff made emergency meeting because as you would anytime. Spicky, if the president ever tweets about us, we're going to have to have an emergency meeting because fuck. Um, even if it's positive, like that's just a bad, you know, it's a bad thing. But when the president says, don't vote for Don Blankenship, remember Alabama, you know, that that hurt him. Internal polling apparently had him uh, having a surge of support. But let's think about what that fucking means. Because the media was sitting there saying, Don Blankenship can win. Don Blankenship, uh, you know, is going to win and all of that. And he's more Trumpier than Trump. Um, I, when did we start believing those assholes? You know, so I think it's a mixture of a few things. But I... Uh, I, I don't know. I'm, 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 it's bittersweet that uh mr blankenship didn't uh didn't take that victory there that's all i know ah, to an extent i think it'd be fucking hilarious 
I like troll candidates, to be honest with you. I don't know if he's a troll or if he's flat out fucking retarded. It's really hard to tell uh, for me, for, for people from the South. Like, it's really hard to tell. Uh, it's not so much like, it's kind of one of those things where their jokes are just way different than here uh, when they when they speak them, you know, especially the older ones. Like, he's talking about swamp people and shit. I automatically assume he's from Alabama. No, he was talking about, I mean, he was talking about uh, McConnell, you know, because he is a swamp captain. Uh, I, I know, but when he, when he says shit like that, it's, it's, it, he sounds the bit anyways. It's, it's just difficult to tell. Their jokes are so different to me. And then like, like that guy, he's got to be trolling, right? He didn't think no. he was going to win. No, no, he did. And he's just that dumb dude. Like, I mean, that's, that's the thing. Uh, okay, well, so yeah, I, think, I can't tell the difference between that either in the south. Well, uh, before before we go to break, we got we got one more uh, here. Right to ride. Vital insight from a neat in an eighty-eight dollar Police department jokes about riding popo on squad cars to relate with young residents. In an effort to create a better relationship with their community's youth, one Michigan department has uh, thought about changing its squad cars to read Popo instead of police. After their Facebook page has been, uh, <laughs> after saying their Facebook page has been helpful to connect with the community, Bath Township wrote, we are still struggling to reach uh, the younger folk out there. So in an effort to bridge that gap, we've decided to update our patrol car graphics with an attempt to be more relatable to the youths. They ended up with three hashtags, including hoping for way more waving with all five fingers. What does that mean? Uh, the department, which has received a lot of attention since uh, posting the photo on April 28th. Come on, man. You couldn't have like, done it like so many days earlier. Conceded it was a joke. This is just a joke picture we made up in MS Paint. Um, I don't think that looks like MS Paint. I don't think that looks like MS Paint at all. I think that they really fucking did it. Nobody made this in MS Paint. Bullshit. Or they don't know. They just they don't know what Photoshop is. Um, I don't. I don't believe this. I encourage everybody to go into the show notes uh, and look at this. This was not made in MS Paint. I think they did this, Spicky. I think they did this. And they're the same type it looks of dumb pretty legit. Yeah, I this is real. They did it. But this is where we're headed now. This is where we're headed now. I mean, what was like with the um like all the rainbow stuff for like uh uh what was it like LGBTQ, really? you know? Yeah, well no, it wasn't that it wasn't just that. They did a couple of them in some other countries too. Like yeah, that's really gay. All I could think when I saw this, though, was that KRS one song, The Sound of the Police. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> that's the sound of the police. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> I love that shit. That's all, that's all I can think of. Like, we're trying to relate to kids, so, like, we'll make our siren this KRS one song. Why don't they just, like, <laughs> relate? Why don't they just relate to kids and go out there and just, like, uh, you know, smoke drugs with them? You know, why yeah, not? Like, like, teach them the safe way to do drugs. Right. That's basically what Dare Class was. Except a little fear factor at the end. Like, yeah, man, so here's the safe way to shoot heroin. But if we catch you with it, 
you're going to prison forever, man. Where there's a lot of heroin. Yeah, and, and I people... was like, dude, I went through Dare when I was like 11. I'm like, what the fuck are you? You're literally telling me what this shit is. Probably not going to come to find out. Didn't see it for four years. <laughs> yeah, I'm just. And, and, that was when, and that was when they came to your fifth grade class, you know, so. <laughs> <laughs> Go back through your Dare notes. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> By the popo. That's I, I them trying to okay. <laughs> they, they try to say this is fake and it's not. No, like oh, it was, it was an MS Paint. If somebody made this an MS Paint, I'm I'm more impressed than than anything. Like it's that's some Sistine Chapel style, you know, <laughs> uh, talent there. You know, this is bullshit. They did it. Like, let me take a closer look. Hold on. Fucking nerd. Nah, I know the, the, the <laughs> pixels, uh, the pixels look real. I don't know. I mean, whether or not they actually did it, though, um, I would like it if the police would stop making weird jokes like this. And you couldn't have just gotten out the way that the way that they're like, yeah, we got uh, the gold. There is a reflection of a house in the back. All right. And like, yeah, we got that out with the MS Paint. You fucking geniuses. That's maybe they were just, I no. this is real. This is real. But uh, I would like if the police would stop joking. That's what I would like. If it, the police uh, would stop joking, what is the benefit of the police being like, Hey, we got a real sense of humor, you know? And it's like, no, my, my fucking car was stolen. Like I need you to like, <laughs> is your refrigerator running? You better go catch it. I'm like, no, it's stolen dick. Like I, that's, that's not, no, I'm not, I'm not on board with this. There are certain things you don't see the CIA yet making jokes. All right. Like you just don't, I don't, I, I don't know why anybody wants to relate with the kids. You know how you relate with the kids and our police officers of not being, being, a, a, you know, getting a good uh, job of doing there beat cops. That's how you do it. Have people walk around the fucking neighborhood and just that's what you do all day instead of driving their cars around and all of that. Beat cops. Because if somebody knows, hey, there is a cop that just walks around here all the time, they're probably not going to be like, time to smoke some, you know, weed with some PCP in it than like breaking the cars. You know, that's that's just you get beat cops. That's how you do it. That's how you relate with the neighborhood. That's how you, you know, don't embarrass yourself by putting inward crap on your fucking car and then try to like test it out and be like, Oh, uh, uh, yeah, uh, no, we're not, we're not gay. We're totally going to be fine. <laughs> you know, no, we we're, we're serious. Fuck you. You, Oh my God. It's so bad. He, I, he actually wrote on the thing that they, Oh my God. Hashtag. How do you do fellow kids? Like they had to, you know, had to, <sighs> nobody's going to kill memes like Hillary Clinton and just local police officers. Uh, I've never had the luxury of having cops that were even uh, decent to joke around with when you crack a joke at them. Uh, specifically Monday, I have a bruise on my arm from fucking spending the night in jail like a fucking complete dumbass. But uh, I think it would be fucking comical if they played the KRS one, uh, KRS one song on uh, as, instead of a siren, just. <laughs> it'd be Grand Theft Auto-esque shit. That's where we're heading, basically. 
Just well, how yeah. many stars this fucking guy have? Uh, he's only got two. All right, we'll only send fucking three cruisers after him. What did he do? Uh, he punched a guy at the bar. All right, yeah, that only takes two cops. Uh, it's just it's out of fucking control. Could you hear, could you imagine like just on dispatch like, uh, yeah, we're upgrading to star level two. Uh, send back up, but only one cruiser. Get the helicopter ready. <laughs> He might, he might go on a full-on assault. No, it's, I, it's a fucking nightmare. I don't know. It's a know. meme is what it is. It's a no, fucking it's, meme. We live in the worst fucking timeline. Uh, oh, yeah. But we're going to gonna turn it around, and we're going to turn it around with everybody's help. Um, but uh, all right. Well, uh, we're going to go ahead and hit that break. We got plenty more ahead of you, and uh, including a guest coming up after this. So. Uh, we will uh, see you on the other uh, on the other side here. Oh girl, this is agony. I wish you were into me, but no, it's not meant to be. No matter how good I treat you, oh no, you're with. Treats you like shit, but to me you say I'm friends on you I want you here with me whenever I'm sad But you'll never get to take me to bed Sorry that the feelings are mutual Take it or leave it cause I'm friends on you
so real Can you see too? The best guys look good for you But no, won't listen to me No matter how much you see We are back. Um, so you might have uh, caught hashtag Met Gala um, on, on the Twitter. And I, I didn't know what this thing was by any uh, stretch of the imagination. But I found out very quickly that it is some sort of Halloween party, some costume party. I assume that they all fuck kids at the end for celebrities and quite a lot of uh, certain uh, people. But um, the BBC wrote this here. Uh, it is known for its expensive tickets, exclusive guest lists, and extravagant outfits that are based around a different theme each year. This year, the theme was Heavenly Bodies, Fashion and the Catholic Imagination, which showcases how Catholicism has influenced fashion throughout the years. Except that's, that's not what it was, because <laughs> I, haven't, uh, I haven't seen this. Uh, and we've got with us a, uh, a, a guest to help me dissect this. Uh, it's, uh, Mr. Peter Teft. How's it going, bud? Hey, Bryden. What's up? What's up, Spicky? Oh, there we go. I got it fixed. Um, so yeah, uh, th th help me break this down. Okay. Because I didn't know this was a thing. I, I, I had no idea that, uh, that, that, that all of these, you know, just, uh, bisexual kids raping uh, Jewish celebrities had had costume parties at the Met. Um, but this year they decided to really show it off and it pissed off Pierce Morgan. So um, can you give me a rundown? Uh, can you give me a rundown here on this? Yeah, man. You know, a lot of people think, uh, you know, this was sort of blasphemous. My dog's going to start barking. But, uh, you know, I think this was just a uh you know this was a display of alt-right optics at its peak if you ask me these people these people are out there and they're and they're saying controversial things and uh i think it would behoove us to go through some of it um you know i i sort of wrote a little bit uh ex explaining how uh you know a lot of people think that uh, this was a leftist event and this had nothing to do with the alt-right. That's where you're wrong, right? <laughs> okay. Would you like me to? Would you like me to explain? Yeah, I would because I had a completely different take on this about how they're they're demeaning Christians, about how this is absolutely terrible. But um, you've chosen to take this a completely different way, and I love it. So, well, well, let me hear it. Let me hear it. 
demeaning Christians, what's more alt-right than that? <laughs> you know, uh, like I was saying, this is uh, alt-right optics at its peak. Um, you know, but before we look at the alt-right trends at the gala, I sort of wanted to cover some trends that we've seen this month. Uh, one big thing for the alt-right nowadays is their support for the Iran deal. Well, two of the most prominent members of the alt-right today proclaim this louder than anyone. Hillary Clinton and North Dakota's very own Heidi Heidkamp. You know, nothing says I'm alt-right and I hate America better than these two when supporting an Islamic regime while wearing very classy pantsuits. You throw in a back, back brace, Bryden, and watch how people mistake you for the spineless Richard Spencer. <laughs> yeah, but what about our guys in iran though more like aryan am i right as as we all know according to the alt-right homosexuality is part of our culture and you won't find a more hard-nosed alt-righters than the men of iran who wear dresses like women while engaging in bakabazi white sharia anyone <laughs> oh shit so gone, gone are these days where the alt-right either dressed in all black like Walmart security guards or ill-fitting khakis and polos like some bi-curious prep schoolers. The alt-right is on the cutting edge of sartorial greatness. Sorry, guys. Sorry. <laughs> anybody who is anybody is adopting the alt-right ideas, but the, the attire that goes along with those ideas are the real controversy. What, the alt what are the alt-righters wearing today? Let's find out. Here's my list of the top three alt-right best dressed at this year's Met Gala. Heavenly oh. bodies, fashion, and Catholic imagination. Please tell me that you can share screen and you have all of these here for yeah, I shared. Uh, I shared with Spicky the, uh, the uh, photos. The first one, uh, number three on the list, list is the couple Elon Musk and Grimes. Synth pop artist Grimes and billionaire CEO Elon Musk epitomize alt-right attire. What better way to show that you're alt-right than to walk the red carpet with your very own goth girl? <laughs> Musk and Grimes sure know how to make a statement, and that statement is, I hate you, daddy, and I want off this planet. <laughs> Number two on our list of the best dressed is Rihanna in her scantily clad Pope gown. Yes, nothing says Pantheon of the Gods better than a voodoo practicing Jamaican Satanist blaspheming Roman Catholicism. <laughs> a musical genius and a globalist in support of everything anti-American, her bedazzled Mitre, the ceremonial headdress of the Pope, is the only hat big enough for this big-brained individual. <laughs> and number one, guys, on our alt-right best-dressed Met Gala participants or participants goes to Sarah Jessica Parker. What would an alt-right list be without a chosenite at the top getting all the attention? SJP frequents the Met Gala, and unlike potential alt-right political candidates, she never disappoints. This beautiful golden gown embroidered with hearts of men who rejected her in is sure to turn heads away. It's sure to turn heads away. Made entirely out of gold mined with slave labor in Africa, the nativity scene hat atop her head is a constant reminder that Jesus is coming, so they better live it up while they can, because we all know these people are going to burn in hell. And that is the top three best-dressed alt-writers at the Met Gala. What do you guys think? I think that uh, I, I think that that was that was so much better than what I was expecting. I, I was like, "All right, I'm gonna have Peter on here. Peter's supposed to be on here for a while. 
Um, and then you just, you showed up and you were like, you know what? We're going to do an amazing bit here. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's better than what I read it as. I can tell you that you, you're so well spoken on that, dude. That is so fucking good. and so fucking natural. That was 10 out of 10 fucking perfection. That was, it, it wrote itself really did, but yeah, I mean, you're, you're absolutely right. The, uh, the whole thing was, uh, very blasphemous you know it was super triggering i guess you know i i could say the there was uh you know tom brady and his wife were there and they actually looked pretty presentable they didn't try and uh make a mockery out of anything but well, yeah I, I heard he got into I, I i didn't pay much attention to this like i i saw the hashtag and i i didn't understand what was going on i saw um you know people uh dressed funny and i go what the hell is this and then that's when i saw rihanna and the pope hat and i go oh they're they're definitely up to something um <laughs> that's no good can come from this uh, i mean i was more um i wasn't mad you know uh i'm especially not mad after after this and you've got to uh you've got to have, <laughs> you've got to come back and be our um our, our, our correspondent for all things uh uh, related to whenever the hell they just decide to shit on uh, <laughs> everything. I, I don't know. We'll, we need to give you a position with an operation identity workers division. But uh, it, it it upset me. Not upset me, but it just made me just kind of go, ah, look, it's another one of those things. They're going to be like, no, it's fine. Do it to, you know, to, to the Catholics. That's okay. We can do that. But if, if we have the first annual, um, you know, OIWD gala, and we all dress up uh, like towel heads. That's that's a big problem. Um, it just kind of it, it. I didn't mind it, and some of the costumes were cool. I was like, wow, that's that's neat, you know. Uh, if they weren't, you know, gonna be sacrificing kids to Moloch or anything like that <laughs> afterwards, I might think that's cool, right? But it just. Um, the double standard that exists always irritates me. And when you see it on display where it's being universally celebrated by everybody except Pierce Morgan, uh, it, uh, it kind of rubbed me the wrong way. And it's it's a little bit a sign of the times here um, and a sign of the church because uh, did the Vatican say anything about that? Uh, no, yeah. not so much, except for, uh, except for that fella that you told me about. You sent me this article, so you take the lead on this. Yeah, uh, well, they, you know, that's, it, it is weird how the article puts that the, the Vatican really didn't have anything to say. Um, they did uh, make a comment on it and that they really have no, uh, the, or what it said was the exhibit speaks for itself. Now, I linked an article from the Daily Beast that says the Vatican is the real winner at the Met Gala. Um, there were a... Uh, a cardinal there, I guess, uh, who is uh, the cardinal of New York there. But uh, more importantly, I think it's important for your listeners to know uh, Father James Martin is a gentleman on Twitter. I believe he's like some sort of public relations representative for the Vatican. Well, he is very pro uh, LGBT and uh, apparently isn't upset at people blaspheming Catholicisms at all. He attended the gala. And, uh, you know, I've had it out with this guy on uh, Twitter before. I'm surprised he hasn't blocked me. But, uh, you know, I'm usually pretty polite, but it, it just seems, uh, you know, it's obviously, 
I don't know. People throw around the term gay mafia a lot. It's like, I don't know. This is a very expensive event. They had a cardinal there. They had Father James Martin there. The which choir? The uh, one of the choirs from the Vatican. The Sistine Chapel choir there, uh, and all, I believe it's an all boys choir, was there to sing. So, I mean, Mm, they're not coming they back. didn't have any comment when they were sending these representatives and you know members of the catholic church themselves you know it's a little bit of a stretch but uh yeah it's uh you know they talked about how you know pope benedict before you know he used to wear prada loafers um i guess they <laughs> they loaned this tiara to one of the ladies there that had eighteen thousand diamonds in it so it you know I love, I'm, I'm a Catholic. I love uh, that, uh, you know, we have reverence for all, uh, for all these works of art and everything. But, uh, you know, the, the display that was at the Met Gala was the least reverent thing you could possibly uh, imagine. And then, you know, people bring up, you know, the normie take that if this was a Islamic thing and people were wearing Islamic garbs and, uh, making those more extravagant you know there would be crazy so it's all right to make fun of christians and you know it's i uh, i joke about the alt-right stuff being anti-christian i know there's uh, alt-righters that identify as christians but this is uh um, they shouldn't anymore uh, yeah well i mean i i don't identify as alt-right uh and i'm christian but uh you know it's sort of a blanket term and i just uh you know it's fun to poke fun at well, let me let me hit you with this because you said the normie take of the thing that I am upset about because, like, I, I will say, um, you know, I, I forget who it was, but there was uh, some long-haired fella uh, who, like, the outfit looked awesome, and I didn't know it was a Catholic-themed party, and I was like, that's extravagant as crap. That looks pretty cool. I would wear that, but it wouldn't be to some weird, like, oh, we're going to shit on Catholicism party. Um it just looked pretty cool. And uh, Lauren Rose actually had the take before she's now corrected it um, uh, today, had said, uh, you know, okay, is there anything wrong with uh, them, you know, putting Catholic, uh, ca you know, kind of art out there, uh, you know, into the mainstream? And then she saw what it was about and, and you know, really, uh, what was the most uh, egregious thing there? I mean, I really think the Pope hat was a little too much because if they would have had some sort of, uh, you know, oh, yeah, we have a sins and sinners frat party, which is all this is. It's frat parties for famous people. That's all this crap is. If they would have had, you know, like uh, you get um, uh, Justin Bieber or uh, Katy Perry, whichever one of the one it is with the, with the giant wings on, uh, that, you know, that... <laughs> You know, it was Katy Perry, guys. They look alike. I get it. <laughs> yeah, it's but you know, we have her there with the big wings on and stuff. If they were just imitating the art, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. Uh, I would say ah, it's a little, you know, racy. Fine, you know, I understand you're still shitting on uh, on Christians, but um, I mean, they a lot of them went overboard because they wanted to be the edgiest. They wanted to be the ones that made it into the in into the. Mm into the magazines um uh, i i don't think that it's too much to say you know yeah it might be the normie tier take yeah we couldn't do this if it was you know whatever blacks believe you know if we had a black panther party and it was all white people um you know wakanda party but 
it uh, it still seems valid to me. It still seems like something that should be brought up, and then you can start to say, uh, you know, about money, running the Muslims into the river and shit. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, I'd ag I would I'd agree with that. Um, I think it's interesting. You know, ju we just had a week of hearing nonstop about uh, cultural appropriation with the prom dresses and everything. So I was pleased to see, you know, people were uh, making the take, you know, my religion is not your ball gown or whatever, right? So it's not, you know, and, and it's it's hard for, I, I think it's, uh, you know, it's hard for people to maintain their cognitive dissonance when you got all this stuff about cultural appropriation going on in the news and then this stuff comes out about the gala and then you don't really hear anything about, uh, you know, Catholics being upset, uh, probably because they wouldn't put us on any mains. You know what I mean? They don't really care what we think. But, well, I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't think Catholics were uh, upset in the least bit, or at least the institutional, uh, you know, establishment Catholics were uh, upset in the least bit. Um, yeah, because, yeah. I'd say you're right. You know, but I mean, I, I, w I would say that you know, we probably, you know, as a Catholic, uh, you know, we like to keep things to ourselves, you know, a lot of stuff, uh, infuriates us, but, uh, we kind of just rise above it. But I can imagine most of Catholic parishioners didn't find this very tasteful, but, uh, you know, we see, like I was saying, you know, we had Cardinals there, the Sistine Chapel choir, um, even the, the Vatican made a, a statement on it all together. I think, uh, you know, that probably upset a lot of people and I'm sure, you know, we'll be talking about it uh, over coffee on Sunday. Well, another thing too, and and thanks for staying this long. Uh, another thing too uh, was this happened the day after Cinco de Mayo, and I saw a lot of tweets from the left about if you voted for Trump, you can't eat tacos, and like, <laughs> don't you, you know, any of this. And then it was like a plotting rihanna like oh look at her she looks elegant in the pope hat you know um the pope is not like the you know i you know i'm not a fan of the current pope uh but he's not a black woman so like she's gotta <laughs> stop culturally you know like appropriating i don't it's and that's the thing it's like that's where my outrage comes from. And I wouldn't even call it outrage. It's just, uh, this is just a thing that happened this week and I just expect it, which is probably I'm part of the problem. You know, um, it's, it's fine when, uh, we just shit on, uh, any, any white religions. Um, well, okay. Italians, eh, whatever we, we appropriated that from you. The Italians are going to hell. They're going straight to hell, <laughs> yes. but, but you know, it, it's fine to do this, but I, I think that is the talking point that anybody should be having with their, uh, religious family is, isn't this bad? Look at that. And then look at what they were saying on Cinco de Mayo, literally the day before, mm. um, we're we're a big solutions based show when we're not just sticking around and getting drunk and 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 telling people like minorities are funny. Um, <laughs> it's uh, it it just seems like that might be the talking point. Um, 
just as a as a next to last question in your uh and you're gonna be back you're you're brilliant you're great you did show prep way more than spicky did you're coming back <laughs> uh, oh way more i wrote that up on break at work guys yeah that's uh no you're coming back you're coming back we're gonna be like mailing you sound equipment and shit uh it's gonna be amazing i still but, haven't read all the articles for the record yeah yeah this is where we're at um well i hey, mean Pete, within, within me too that's you know that Pete Glassbreaker, not Pete Taft. Um, yeah. When, when, um, you know, when you when you've talked to your, uh, you know, family, friends, anything like that, those of the faith, uh, have they been, you know, any outrage at all, or has it just been like, ah, just another day? <laughs> you know, they're all going to hell. Fuck them. Yeah, I mean, I haven't uh, seen anyone from my church community. Uh, we were talking about it at work, and uh, you know. All this stuff, we're kind of used to it. Well, I guess my guys are used to it. We uh, talk about these kind of anti-Christian narratives a lot, and you know, they're probably, you know, we're probably all a lot like you. We sort of just let them roll off our our back, but uh, you know, it is important that we do uh, talk about it. Uh, so at least there is something there, and you know, so I guess it, you know, we're all we always stay in high spirits, and uh, we don't let it get us down. But uh, you, you got to think. You know they keep pushing our buttons like this uh eventually there's you know i think there is probably some backlash that they're facing right now um what with all the different sort of uh i guess right of center moves that the entertainment industry is making uh with uh you know like roseanne say what you want to how uh right it is but uh you know there's a lot of stuff they're trying to you know recapture us as an audience um probably because we you know produce a lot and we have jobs and make money and we actually have money to spend and we're not looking for handouts but yeah so i guess that's what i'd say you know i haven't gotten a lot of feedback but i can imagine it's similar to what you were saying yeah uh spicky uh you got any questions for our guest uh no couple of uh hot takes though oh boy i'm ready i do have that um Nice. First of all, Olivia Munn's ass looks fantastic in a chainmail dress. <laughs> and second of all, uh, Elon Musk has uh, whatever, 600 fucking trillion dollars as far as I'm concerned. What the I fuck is he doing with this bimbo? <laughs> well, uh, okay, okay. What the thing the is. What the fuck is that? He's a trap queen, man. He's all right. No. I... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she's definitely a trap, aka Italian woman, trap house queen. Uh, no, I mean I gotta say I th I I thought Grimes uh, might be an attractive lady, you know, because she makes all that music. But I'm a fan, uh, and until I saw like a like a, an undoctored picture of her, and I was like, ah, oh, no, no, it's. But hey, you know what? The guy's got uh, what is it like six point five billion dollars. Uh, and he uh, wasted on on a child like that because she she's a young person. Um, that's hey that that's Elon Musk, and I'm still waiting for it. Uh, Elon, hey buddy, if you're gonna uh, get government subsidies to go ahead and try to uh, cut down uh, carbon emissions, don't turn around and make uh, you know a, a, a space program that just shoots a bunch of rocket fuel. You fucking asshole. That's All right. A good take. <laughs>
It's yeah, he's an asshole. He's a piece of shit. Elon Musk's a fucking fraud and an asshole. Uh, we're not Elon a Musk fan just of him. wants his Gibbs me dads. He's he's a, <laughs> hey he well he's an African American, don't you know? You know? <laughs> <laughs> fucking god. Uh, I'm man. just saying, all man, right. with all that money, he can't buy better. That's I mean, God knows what he's doing, but we've got we've got more about the uh, uh, the rich people and, and their relationships with women, which which I agree with. But, uh, <laughs> you know, um, all right, Peter, I want to thank you on, uh, for coming on the show here. What did yeah, we man. miss? What did we miss? And what do you want to shout out? Because we're got we're going to have you back. I mean, anytime you want to come back, we're sure. going to have you back. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to petition you to come back now. You are going to be a, a regular contributor to uh to to the show at least once a week it's that's... yeah i'd be happy to be happy to be here i love your show um i guess everyone can just find me at traddy peter on twitter and uh you know if they want to read about boring north dakota news on the account to follow there you go and that's with an <laughs> i t-r-a-d-i peter um yes well well, cool. All right. Uh, yeah, we will. Uh, we'll, we'll see you in the, in the next episode or two. Yeah, this was Great. this was fantastic. Thanks. Thanks for having me on, man. I know many of you are upset about the Iran deal. And the thing is, I don't think that many of you are actually upset about the Iran deal. I think what you're actually upset about is the fact that Israel was celebrating the withdrawal from the Iran deal. I don't think that I need to tell you this if you've been listening to the show for a long time. I don't think that I need to tell you that that's a really stupid fucking way to gauge your um, happiness um, or, or or how effective something is at all that that is foreign policy. Now, granted, in a lot of ways, it it, it sort of is. Don't get me wrong, but I'm gonna need you to go ahead and have a little bit of nuance. I'm gonna need you to go ahead and do something that you might have never done before, and that's get Israel out of the equation. 
do 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 you know that you've been putting Israel into the equation of every single thing that you've been happy or sad about? Do you, do you know that? Because it seems to be seems to be what, uh, what, what 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 you've been doing. It uh, it seems crazy. Just it just seems crazy to me, at least. But it's 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 it's, it's just what you've been doing. Guys, so President Trump decided he is going to remove uh, the United States from the, the Iran deal. Spicky, you're killing me. That was a beer. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Uh, <laughs> you're cracking one for removal from the Iran deal? Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm cracking one to glass Israel. Okay. And I'm not blaming them on every little thing like you just hinted at. No. You're taking a jab at me, but I do I'm not taking that. I'm not taking a jab at you. I'm taking a jab at many of our friends. And here's the thing, guys. You need to realize that just because something uh makes Israel happy uh doesn't mean that it is something that is bad. We've talked to you extensively about how uh, it, it, Iran and Israel are both absolute garbage. Um, we've talked to you rather extensively, at least I hoped, but apparently the message has not been sent out to everyone because I'm hoping if you are a listener or viewer of this show, if you, if you understand what the show is about, you understand that this is about nationalism. This is nationalism found at the bottom of a pint glass. Okay, this is a nationalist show. This is, I am 30 years old, and I thoroughly believe that the only way forward is for my country to make sure we are putting ourselves first. And I, an end to the Iran deal does that. Now you're going to hear on many other programs and many other people, maybe just, just shouting off other things, but that's because they are not only anti-America, but pro-Russia, pro-Assad, and pro-Iran. I'm not anti any of those things. You know what I am? I'm pro-America. The Iran deal was something that President Trump ran on, revoking. He said, I'm not going to do it. It was a bad deal. Now, let me explain to you why it was a bad deal. They gave them the um, that black guy we let run everything. They gave him uh, what was it, four hundred fifty billion dollars? All right. Now I've heard the complaint that was their money anyway. Fuck you. Put America first. They gave them four hundred fifty billion dollars and decided, uh, yeah, you know what? Uh, yeah, maybe that'll go to a little bit of uh, terrorism, but you know that's. Uh, it'll build their economy, and we're going to lift these sanctions on things, uh, you know, like uh, granite and steel and stuff like that. Who did that benefit? It benefited Boeing, who was just taking a $10 billion loss, but they think it's going to be okay. They're going to ultimately end up fine. Boeing is a shitty international company. You got to look into how shitty they actually are. Are you, I want you, if you are upset by this, if you are disagreeing with this, I want you to ask yourself, are you for America first or are you a globalist? 
Now, you're not a neocon if you're in America, okay, sometimes, but we need to be international. You're not a neocon if you're like, um, well, yeah, we can uh, you know, do that, but I uh, think we should try to make peace in the Middle East. But if you're an America first, a nationalist, a real nationalist, you need to look at this and say, what the fuck are we even doing over there? But bro, but Biden, we need to have a, a stable Middle East because the Israel will do this and the that and the that and the that. Hey, pal, we have not seen Donald Trump drag us into any of these wars. The moment he does it, we're in trouble. But, oh my gosh, how many times does Donald Trump need to do something that he campaigned on and for people to not freak the fuck out about it? His supporters, especially the most disgusting thing that I've ever seen is how people have who supported Donald Trump have turned on the man for doing exactly what he campaigned to do. Nobody was against withdrawing from the Iran deal until Benjamin Netanyahu, Benjamin, you know, Yahoo, yippee, decided to do his weird, weird presentation. Disgusting. He was stubborn. Well, it's well, he was already gonna pull out of the Iran deal, speak. He was already going to do it. Um, that's that was that was something we all knew. And it's good because look, here's the thing about the Iran deal that nobody is uh really really thinking about. It was never really much of a deal. Um, we're gonna lift these sanctions on you that stop you from uh, you know, creating weapons like major fucked up weapons which you're still doing and the president said in his speech and i didn't know this i didn't know this until the president said it iran has ramped up their military development 40 percent 40 percent since since the dealer so that ain't a good fucking look and if anybody thought that they were not trying to develop nukes that's just silly. And actually, at the end of the deal, in about seven years, they would just be able to do it anyway. This was bullshit. This was never any real treaty or anything. This was never ratified. The UK, uh, France, and Germany, they nobody signed shit. This was um, a big piece of poop. It was always going to be a big piece of poop. It was always just going to be a big piece of fucking poop. And you could say like, oh, but Brighton, you know, Israel's celebrating or whatever. Yeah, but they are. What does that have to do with you? Israel, like, fucking bites baby dicks. Like, I, are they you going to? Yeah, but I mean, that's, I, that has nothing to do with you. They can celebrate things all they want. Are you going to put our country first and only think about what benefits our country? Or are you going to be like, but they did this and that. You know what? If you are making, if you're making your foreign policy decisions and foreign policy opinions based on the reaction of Israel, you are no better than APAC. You have to start thinking about our country. I'm 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 not uh, I'm not thrilled about the reaction that I've gotten from so many of these people on Twitter. There's one place that you need to care about, and it's where we live. 
Fuck the Europe fantasization bullshit. Fuck the fetishization of Europe. Fuck all of that crap. Israel is unfortunately a place. I don't like them and I don't like Iran. But Iran, if they had the ability, would take us the fuck out. Does that mean we need to intervene with them? No, not at all. But I would like to put sanctions on them to stop them from creating a nuclear weapon. But, buddy, but, they, but, but Israel has the nukes. Yeah, and they don't claim them. And I know, and everybody knows, and that's a big fucking pain in the ass, right? So why have two? Oh, wow. Are you just rooting for nuclear fucking war? Are you Amprim? Like, that's that's fine. If you want to go Amprim, that's fine. But I'm going to need everybody to get their dicks out of their ass for one fucking second and act like a person just for a second, Mr. Oh, what about our future? Oh, what about our kids? Will you want nuclear fucking destruction for our kids? Is that what you want? That's stupid. Cooperating with Israel is shitty. I'm hoping we stop doing that. But by taking the side of another shitty country, you're not helping. You're not helping. What you need to do, Mr. Twitter account, what you need to do is say, fuck all of them. We don't want anything to do with them. You know, and the sad part is many of these people were not around. Many of you folks weren't around during the Ron Paul days. When Ron Paul was like, I have no problem with Israel, but, uh, you know, uh, we can't keep sending them money. That should be what you're saying. And you know what? If you say, oh, Brian, you're not hardlined enough. Do something. Please do something. Like, I want to know what your fucking brilliant plan is because I'm ready to I'm ready to do it here. But Brian, but Brian, Israel never bleh, 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 USA at liberty. Dude, fuck right off. Do we have to cover this all the time? Are we going to have to talk about this every time we talk about Iran? Pulling up embassies in the 80s, all they, that, that's all they did. They just recently, <laughs> they just recently, a few years ago, captured a few of our sailors and we gave them the ransom money. And then there you know, there you go. Oh, well, the Iran deal. But it's not, it's not just uh it's not just that. I mean you gotta look at like um who is involved with this. You have France who who's talking to the president now about the Iran deal? Whose name keeps popping up? Macron. Mr. Macaroon. He's the guy that's showing up, all right? Who are the other people involved? The UK and Germany. The only globalists on the planet aren't fucking Israel and the Jews, even though I think Merkel might be a Jew, but, like, there you go. Macron, too. Well, he's a, he's a, he's a, weir he's a weird guy. I mean, he... Macron. Uh, he's, he's a weird guy. He's something else, but he's the guy that's actually talking to Trump about this. Look... It's not a good deal. And for anybody saying like, oh my God, he's going to go to war. Fuck off. Show me a time that you've been right. I'll show you a blank slate. All right. It's, it's, it's a nail biter. Oh my God, it's a nail biter. But that's not what I'm seeing.
what I'm seeing is if you if you bothered to watch his speech, he's pulling the same shit that he pulled with North Korea. All right. Um, this is this is the way that this president handles things. And if you're smart, you'll get behind him on it. What he's probably going to do is rework the Iran deal. I don't want him fucking messing with any of this shit at all. But, hey, that's probably what we're going to get. He's going to actually leverage them into reworking it into a deal that works. Stop taking other countries' sides. Like, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of the nonsense. Stop taking the side of other countries. It's it's pathetic, it's weird, and it's, at this point, a losing fucking strategy for your shitty podcast, for your, you know, shitty tweets, anything like that. You need to get behind America. Because you know what? At the end of the day, even if you're wrong, you still live with the blood and soil shit. Uh, Spicky, do you have anything else here? Because I, I just, I needed to get this crap out. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that, that's the biggest thing is I, I, I don't give a fuck what happens over there. As far as I'm concerned, like I've said in the past, we could take our entire military out of fucking Europe in the Middle East and let them fucking kill each other. Let them fucking invade each other. I don't care. That's not my fucking problem. If Merkel wants her fucking women and children raped by Muslims, okay, I don't live there. That's not my fucking problem. And I get it. Oh, they're fellow white people, whatever. Still don't live there. I never intend on going there. I fucking am never going to do it. It's the same thing with the UK. I feel bad for my friends there. It's time to fucking leave. It's not going to correct itself. It's fucking far too late with what's going on in London. That's the beginning. It is going to get far fucking worse for you. As far as Iran and Israel go, ideally what we'd have is two perfectly timed nukes. They wipe each other out, and that is fucking it. I give a fuck less about either one of them. I yeah, hope I Netanyahu is in fucking Israel when that happens, though. Yeah, I mean they're you know they're they're fighting each other now. You know, it's uh, there were the bombings in Damascus, yeah. and then uh, you know Haaretz is saying the Iranian force launches missiles at Golan, uh, you know, at the Golan Heights and all that. And I'm, I'm sure Zanting is just uh, losing his shit right now. We're gonna go <laughs> long on that. We're gonna go long on this episode. Um, yeah, j- just so everybody knows, we got. Uh, Oh, we got we got a few more, but um, you know it. Uh, I it, it uh, it's it's just upsetting to me, Spicky. Like I, I mean, I just can't see why so many uh, so many people refuse to just go ahead and put our own uh, country first and not uh, just shout neocon, neocon, neocon. Putting, I thought that's what we ran on. I thought that's what that's what we were all friends on was uh, nationalism. You know. But, uh, you know, you see a lot of these guys and uh, this this is this will come to light eventually. It's it's fine. I'm not I'm not worried about it in the least bit. A lot of a lot of people, a lot of people have a really pro Russia uh, stance and what Russia's interest in mind. And, um, you know, just uh, it, it rubs me the wrong way, man. It just really rubs me the 
the uh the wrong way um just oh my god right to brighton exposing the note so uh haspel is uh possibly you know gina haspel she she's up to be the cia director and uh that's I, I really don't care if it was up to me, I'd say get rid of the CIA entirely. Um, but she had this, uh, she, she's trying to get, uh, approved at the moment, uh, get get appointed. And, uh, she had this interaction, uh, with, uh, a certain Senator from, uh, um, from California who, who's up of certain, I don't know, uh, ethno-religious background say and i think as you know i like you personally very much um this isn't probably the most difficult hearing in my more than two decades i have ever sat in but let me begin in his memoir former cia consul general john rizzo described how in 2005 jose rodriguez was promoted to be deputy cia director for operations and installed as his chief of staff an officer from the counterterrorist center who had previously run the interrogation program. Is that you? Senator, I'm so pleased you asked me that question. Um... Uh, uh, okay, so first, before we go any further, that's, uh, let's, let's, let's let that soak in. Um, she just found some bitch's book, like some motherfucker's book. And, uh, you know, she, 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 uh, Haspel goes, I'm, I'm so pleased you asked me, you asked me this question here. But what, what is the response? Not just like let somebody talk or anything like that. What, what is the response? Um, yes or no will do. What a cunt! What an absolute cunt! Yes or no will do. But you know what? It always comes to bite them in the ass every time. And uh, here it is. No. And, and for the record, if you, if you have your staff check, Mr. Rizzo has issued a correction. Um, it, is, it is true that it is hard for Excuse in a me, secret. My understanding that is not accurate. recently confirmed that it was you. No. He issued a correction. Um, when people write books, uh, I didn't read Mr. Rizzo's book, so I didn't even know that was out there. Uh, Mr. Rizzo, and, and actually I read about it in the Washington Post last night. Eric Wemple, I believe, wrote a story talking about the failure to, for, of certain organizations to correct their facts, and that was one of them. And he noted that Mr. Rizzo, about 10 days ago, he was wrong. He didn't fact check. And that has been corrected. I would never even served okay. in that department, or nor was I the head of it. Let me read directly. I was never the head of that department. Uh, Mr. Rizzo was a fucking idiot. <sighs> and, and no, this is this is Diane Feinstein, who you know she's she's been um, she's been in office for for quite a long time. She uh, looks like uh, looks like a skeleton. Uh, and and I think we've I think we've looked her up before. She used to be hot when she was young, um, but you know th this is who, this is you've got in charge of this. This is who you've got in charge of this. And the whole thing that they like to uh, you know hit her with is like, 
well, well, what about the time that you, uh, you know, you tortured people? What, what do you think of waterboarding? Spicky, let me ask you, as an American voter, what do you think of waterboarding? Uh, as a voter? Just as, a, as an American citizen, a voter, what do you think of waterboarding? Uh, waterboarding sucks. Uh, I don't think it's ethical unless it's on women. Okay, fair enough. See, I was going to say <laughs> uh, terrorists, but women also are just biologically terrorists. Yeah. yeah. The, I, 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 I don't care uh, if she waterboarded people. You know, there's um, uh, there, there, there's um, gosh darn it, I should have brought it up. It's the uh, 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 Ho Jose Rivera, something like that. This guy who uh, did an interview uh, with um, you know, the supposed planner of 9 11. Uh, I don't believe it's what they say, but uh, that guy was like, yeah, fuck it. Like, they're only going to waterboard me for 10 seconds. It's not going to kill them. To the best of my knowledge, it's waterboarding has never killed anybody. I am for enhanced interrogation, and I think the majority of America is. Because if it's going to keep us safer, or more safe, rather, I, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. But they are still coming from this thing. They're going like, you know, wh what about the, you know, what about the waterboarding? And it's like, nigga, fuck waterboarding. Like that, we got the CIA does way worse than that. Anyway, they oh, yeah. pull fucking people's fingernails off. Like I, I, uh, yeah, it's bad. They 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 do all sorts of fucking tor torture methods. Uh, burning the bottom of people's feet. They do shit like that with torches. It's really fucked up, man. Like it's it's very sadistic. I went down a deep dark road on this shit one time. It is pretty fucking sadistic. Pretty sure they all uh they they all uh follow the uh, Church of Satan account there. So those are probably your fucking CIA people there. Well, I I just I'm not against enhanced interrogation. Um, because the thing is that people need to remember is the rest of the fucking world does it. The rest of the world is out there torturing people. So killing them. or killing them. Yeah, I mean, we do that all the time too. Um, you know, it, um, it it doesn't shock me, it doesn't surprise me, and it doesn't change my uh, view of a person that is in charge of something like the CIA. It's it, it, it's it's just the way that things are done. In fact, in the world that we live in, I hope that at very least the rest of the world thinks we do that. You know, it's this liberal. Uh, oh, we're much, uh, we're, we're above that. And then, you know, you know, who's above that London. All right. I bet London doesn't torture anybody, uh, but don't go to a fucking Ariana Grande concert there. Um, these, the, it's nobody cares about this. Nobody cares about this. And then for Diane Feinstein to be wrong, to be completely wrong is more than hilarious because that's, that's, that's all they've got. I don't care if Gina Haspel becomes the new head of the CIA or not, but it just shows the anti-Trump uh, bullshit kind of bias that they uh, that, that they continue to have. And for anybody who thinks that we're fucked when it comes to 2018, we need your help, absolutely. Um, but 
like this is what they're fighting against here. This is what they're going with. It's like, uh, why didn't you give them hugs and kisses? Like that's uh, Obama did. Uh, Obama didn't uh, complete one of his big, big uh, campaign promises, which was to close Guantanamo. So guess what? We still have Guantanamo, and that should be used against anybody who wants to harm America at all. Is we're gonna send your ass to Gitmo. I. I, I I like it. I like it. You are listening to Right to Bryden, making Nigel Farage look like a pussy. We talked about this before, but Pompeo expected to return from North Korea with three American detainees. Um, this is a real quick one, but I wanted to uh, just just speak on the magnitude of it. Um, I. Uh, I, I I I can't I I can't decide how significant it is if it's um, majorly happy or um, super happy fun times. It's largely being married uh, by you know a lot of folks uh, in the mainstream media because there's no bad way to spin this. If Barack Obama would have come back with three American detainees in, in, in North Korea, it would have been celebrated for years. And he might have had something worth, worth talking about in his uh, legacy that's now being completely dismantled. Um, nobody, nobody thought this would ever happen. And these were, you know, largely just guys, uh, supposedly. I imagine they were all spies or something like that. But, you know, last I heard it was like a businessman and like some other shit like that. Um, I'm not really buying that because I, I get the tinfoil hat on. But what your president has done is unimaginable. In the past two weeks, he's brought peace now almost entirely, it seems. To the Korean Peninsula, and he has ended the deal in Iran. Now, Iran being a, a, a state sponsor of terror. And what is going to happen here? I believe Donald Trump has his way. Will be denuclearization of extremely vicious and anti American states. This is real good. You should only care about America. How many times do I have to say this? And I want people to believe it. I want you to just go ahead and believe it. I'm giving, Spicky and I are giving you permission to believe this. I only give a fuck about America. The only place in the world where you live. Now, if you're a foreigner and you're listening to this, have fun in Europe. Uh, that's, that's, you're fucked. I need you to just do your own thing over there. But we got three people back from North Korea that were, you gotta get in their head. They were never coming back. They were never coming back. This was it for them. You know what North Korea is like? It's rough. Not nice. It's not a good place. It's not even like a, a black prison here. It's not good. They're coming back now. 
And that's because of President Trump. Now, Barack Obama had the ability to do this this entire time if he would have only been a smarter and better person, if he would have actually cared about any of this. But Barack Obama had more of a plan to push globalism. That's what he did. He pushed the globalist agenda. And remember, the globalists aren't all the Jews. It's also the Saudis. It's also a lot of Europe. Uh, the Chinese would really, really love it if everything was global. That's how bad it is. It's so much worse than you think. It's not just the Jews. The Jews are just... They're, they're at the head of it. <laughs> I, I agree with you there. But I need you to understand... You've got a bigger enemy ahead of you than you think it is. But it doesn't take a lot of us to really to really nail it. Truly get everything to come back home. To really get out there and and be Americans. Because what's this country founded on? Getting the fuck away from everybody else. What's this country been great on? Solving every fucking problem in the world. But we're supposed to go, all right, we'll figure that out for you. Eat a dick. We're going to come back here and be America. That's the goal. That's what we're supposed to do. And we got detainees from North Korea back. I never once heard of Obama trying to do that. I remember when I first heard about um, Otto, who's dead. I thought, what a failure of a fucking president Obama was. He, he didn't even try. I'm a fan. And for anyone to just abandon the president now because, oh, he's not building the wall fast enough? Hey, I invite you to go down there and help build it. I'd love it. I will support you along the way. We will get you. Uh, I'll, I'll send you a GoPro so you can film yourself doing it. But I'm not. Uh, I'm, I, this is big. This is really good. And if you don't see this. As a step towards. Dealing with Iran. After what has happened with dealing with North Korea, then you're you're very silly. You're very silly, and you're just going to be wrong. Is what it is. I'm fine with you being wrong. Um, I just don't see how it's how it's helpful. I uh, I don't know. I don't know. We've got. Uh, got one more story and we've got to also teach Spicky how to how to mute mute his uh mute his microphone during times like this but um you know what are you gonna do this is right to Bryden, the number one adl honey pot podcast this is the one that i've been wanting to get to uh, and this is the one that we're actually going over for eric schneiderman holy shit so New York Attorney General resigns after uh, after assault allegations. What a uh, what a genius! What a great guy! 
Uh, if you don't know about uh, Mr. Uh, Eric Schneiderman or Eric Chatterman, as now as I now call him, he was accused of uh, assaulting um, sexually and otherwise, mainly punching bitches in the face uh, for women. Upon the allegations, he just was like done. Four hours later, he resigned. Um, in the last several hours, serious allegations, which I strongly contest, have been made against me, Schneiderman said in a statement. While these allegations are unrelated to my professional conduct or the operations of the office, they will effectively prevent me from leading the office's work at this critical time. I therefore uh, resign from my office, effective uh, close of business, May 8th, 2018. The MPI, uh, NYPD said it uh, had not received any complaints of abuse, but would investigate any that were made. This fucking guy, there's, there's no way that four women, I, mean, I guess there is, maybe, maybe, maybe Schneiderman, maybe Schneiderman, that Jew bastard, is totally innocent of this, and he doesn't punch bitches in the face. But he was, what the the thing that makes me think that he is, is that, Every male feminist is a rapist. Schneiderman ended up getting uh, accused of punching bitches in the face. I'm not even kidding. And there was some brown girlfriend he had where uh, he was like, yeah, say you're my property. And, you know, I'd, you know, it's just normal shit you do with brown girlfriends. Like, I, I, I see nothing wrong with what this guy said uh, or did, uh, except for the fact that um, he did, uh, he did, he did go after Harvey Weinstein, has been going after Donald Trump for years, like since like, like, like the early 2000s. But he tried to say, like, oh, I'm part of the Me Too thing, and, like, nobody's above justice, and I'm going after Harvey Weinstein and all of that. He should have just, from the start, been like, raping chicks is amazing. Uh, you even had Samantha B, of who I, I should have had the, uh, the thing brought up on here. Um, I wonder if I can do it, actually, Spicky. Uh, to, uh, what what's your what are your thoughts on uh on Mr. Uh, Schneiderman? Uh, it's a really hard take because he's uh an absolute bitch and a fucking uh a cuck. So it's kind of one of those things where he's white knighted for these women for so fucking long. Uh, it's just. It's kind of hard to fathom that it happened. On the other hand, uh, I don't believe women at all. So it's a, I guess, I mean, it, Democrats are fucking dirtbags from, uh, you know, top to bottom. We've, we've come to find out, at least in the last, we've known about it for a long time, but it's been a proven fact for the last, fuck, probably 10 years or so roughly about that um but this whole me too thing where is he just are you that dumb to just come out and say yeah yeah uh you you can't do that we're gonna fucking destroy anyone who does and then come to find out uh you're doing the same thing 
Well, I mean, I, I mean, to be fair, I don't think he raped anybody. I think he just punched bitches in the face. Which, that's fine. like, yeah, I mean, uh, the, that's the thing. Is like, I'm, I'm totally okay with that. I'm not yeah. mad about that at all. No, it's fucking hilarious. Like, you know, uh, <laughs> yes. like Schneider, dude. Schneider Chad is is fucking amazing. Like, but okay, here's what uh, here's what Samantha B. Uh, the former, um, uh, what are they? Uh, it was a Daily Show correspondent thinks that. Hopefully, I have it all timed up right. It's listen. We're still trying to get used to this live thing. It doesn't matter. But here it is. Hold on. Hi, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's. I'm Eric Schneiderman, and I'm the Attorney General of the State of New York, the lawyer for the State of New York and for the people of the State of New York. Happy one year anniversary. Well, thank you. He must be so happy that Trump won because he's giving you so much material. What a great time to be an attorney. Yeah, it's like a toxic volcano that just keeps belching out bad public policies. But we have a very strong legal resistance. Are you going to lead us out of the darkness? State attorneys general are going to be the first line of defense because the Constitution kept a lot of power at the state level uh, to hold a potential tyrant in check. We have that power now. And with great power comes great responsibility. Okay, that's uh, that's a bit much. That that's a bit much. Um, oh my God. So yeah, they've they've got uh, they got like a whole thing here, Spicky. I can't. They have like a whole five minute bit. They have like a whole five minute bit about how like great this guy is, and you know he, he just says a lot more about Samantha B. I think more than anybody is that. She's just so ugly. He didn't even try to fucking like rape her or punch her or anything like that. It's just, it's just an absolute nightmare. Yeah, it's this pretty a, fucking cringeworthy. What's, how do you think she feels now? But all right, all right, there's a little more. Hold on. I, I, I skipped ahead. A lot of power at the state level uh, to hold a potential tyrant in check. We have that power now. And with great power comes great responsibility. Oh, oh my no. God. Hey. Oh no, I, I I went back instead of forward. Whatever, we'll we'll be fine. It doesn't matter. Schneiderman, Schneiderman, does whatever a Schneider can. Only he can save us all. No, uh... they they have they have like a, a whole a whole fucking cartoon ready for them. Like that. This is this was celebrated at an extreme i'm not playing the rest of this crap that's just fucking pointless but there was there was uh there was there was a uh, this this is uh, this is who they like man this is who they like and you know it's again like i if they only knew us Spicky, because i'd be like oh you punch women in the face that guy is a fucking hero what a win what an awesome guy but we're on the left you can you can't have you, you, just He's a me too guy. He's a me too guy. He went on. Uh, I, I, I just, I'm baffled. I'm sorry. I'm going to need you to, I'm going to need you to take the reins here because I'm just, it's so much worse than I actually thought it was. Yeah. It's hypocrisy at its finest right there. Uh, it, uh, it's like that most of the time with these fucking liberal faggots. Um, They'll be the first one to disavow any sort of uh, sexism or anything along those lines. And they'll also be the first one to punch a fucking whore in the mouth, which I fucking wish I had the right to do that. Are we male feminists? 
I get no women are women aren't even fucking human in my opinion. Yeah, but I mean, like nobody hates women more than male feminists. Like I think we might be male feminists. We're like the number one <sighs> male feminist show on the internet because, like, I it's feminist. I, you know, it's just I mean, he's an armor. Well, what's funny is Kellyanne Conway uh, subtweeted uh, or not subtweeted, uh, quote tweeted. Oh no, he's now deleted it. Oh, Eric Schneiderman blown the fuck out. He has now deleted the tweet where he said uh, something along the lines of like, you know, everyone would be brought to justice and all of that. Uh, Kellyanne Conway said, gotcha. Um, I saw that. So does he automatically have to plead guilty now that he said that? Archives are forever, man. I guarantee you it's archived. So... Is he, is he gonna have to plead guilty just out of his uh, conscience? I'm assuming probably not. Do we know that this guy was cool enough to beat the crap out of women? I don't think so. Um, uh, he resigned pretty quickly. He deleted that tweet. Uh, I mean, that's that. He's kind of admitted to being guilty at this point, right? Why does he think that that's going to work? He'll be like, oh, no, I deleted it, and I uh, resigned. Like, that's going to be... It, like All that does is make you look worse. Like Yeah, and that I, quickly, too. Just double down. Like, seriously, if somebody was like, Bryden, you're short, I would just be like, no, I'm 80 feet tall. You know, like, it's just... No, uh, I mean, I, if you're guilty of it, and you're going to get fucked for it anyways, be like, yeah, there's four women that came out and say you punched them in the fucking mouth with a roll of quarters. Be like... Man, I've done that to at least 30 fucking women. But you won't find the rest of them. (laughs) (laughs) Or at least just just be like, they're all lying. All women are liars. Like, I mean, just something. You You know, it just, I mean, it's, it's, what do you think that guy's life was like while he was like, you know, tweeting out me too shit. And he was, you know, punching a woman in the face until she tweeted it for him. Like, okay. So here's the thing. It's really, it's a really, really bad look for this guy who was just kind of all out balls deep in the me too movement for this to come out. So I kind of get it. If he's just going to like hang himself from the fucking back of a closet door with a fucking tie or something like that. Like I get it. Uh, It's completely understandable because it really shoots a hole in the whole movement. If he comes out and says, no, no, all women are fucking lying cunts, which we all know. I mean, there's (laughs) realistically, uh, I've said it before. I'll say it again. 97% 97% of the times that rapes happen, it's regret sex or drunk sex. That's my, that's not a proven fact. That no. is something that I'm almost positive is the case. <laughs> I mean, yeah, how many times just go around? No, it's not a fact. I, it, it is in my mind, which <laughs> is good enough for me. But what I'm saying is, uh, it would shoot a fucking major hole in their movement for this guy to come out and be like, yeah, okay. I, uh, you know, I, I did it. Well, uh, it was, 
it was always going to shoot a major hole in their movement. I mean, like I, a lot of their a lot of their crap is made up. I mean, it's the thing is, it could get to the point once all the male feminists are uh, exposed to just be rapists, uh, which like, you know, he, he tried saying like, oh, it was just about rough sex, which fine. Have all your punch a bitch in the face during sex shit all you want. Um, Sign a contract first, though. Yeah, that's to anybody listening. Yeah, you should like probably do that because um, all it's going to take is is you know you being the attorney general of New York. Um, but no, like I, I think if this guy wasn't Jewish, I'd one hundred percent jump behind him and be like, they wanted it. <laughs> you know, I don't know. That's just me, uh, um, and and it makes me wonder. Like my hatred of Jewish men, and then my hatred of women. Yes. I, I don't know. You know, I don't I don't know. <laughs> I'm so torn on this. I dude. know. Because like he told that brown lady, he was like, say you're my property. And it's like every time you meet a brown bitch, you should say that. Like, <laughs> I don't <laughs> Yes. You know, I, it's it's just like the only thing that makes me cool it on this guy is like he was part of the me too thing. So like I know he's just a piece of shit. Like, you know, if this was like um yeah, like if Donald Trump was, if they came out and be like, Donald Trump punched me in the face during sex, I would be like, 2024, let's do it. You know, it, uh, it's, I don't know, man. I don't know about to do, I don't know what to do about Schneider, Chad. Uh, he, uh, if only he wasn't Jewish and uh, a feminist, you know. Man, I hope, I hope he got his money out of it, though. Like, just. He got them fucking so good that that you know they they thought about it for a couple days afterwards. Where fucking they're eating salad and shit, and they're like, "Oh fuck, man, that hurt." Otherwise, it probably didn't happen at all. And they're just like, there, there's four fucking whores like, "Yeah, let's go fucking go all conspiracy theorists on this fucking guy." Like they're on the New York fucking subway, and they're like, eh, "Fuck it, let's ruin this guy's life today." Because that's what women do. This is true. This is true. This is true. I don't know. So, I mean, at the end of the day, I don't know. I don't know what to say about Schneider, man. He, uh, you know, that's what a real man does. Uh, is he, uh, he, he, he makes women his property and beats the shit out of them. <laughs> but legendary if that's the case i mean what a fucking what a fucking uh what a he fucking just, he's, he's fucking her and he goes like all full mount and just starts throwing fucking elbows at her fucking <laughs> what a legend what a fucking he goes full mount just boom fucking oh you're bleeding good goes back to pounding her for a fucking couple seconds Oh my God. So, uh, yeah, I want to thank everybody, uh, for tuning in with us. We weren't a little long, but that's the way that it is sometimes. And, uh, you can go ahead and find us on the internet. You probably know where, uh, actual racist and spicky. Um, we will, uh, we will be here in just a few days. So I wouldn't worry about it too much. I want to thank, uh, uh, Peter Tepp for coming on. Uh, we will see him again. And uh, guys, before we uh, before we really do anything, I just want to say that that's the show, and you've got to go out there and vote.
for the right side. I need you to start making phone calls for the people in your area, the House uh, representatives that are um, up against a lot of stuff, the uh, uh, Senate, uh, you know, guys that that, that are, are going to be against a lot of stuff. I mean, I don't know. You know what you can do is uh, just get really drunk before you do it. If you live in really cool places like West Virginia, it's not going to matter uh, because just say you're, uh, you know, you're for West Virginia people, not China people.